I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Yang throwing a perfect game yesterday. Let's get rolling today. A Dallas Cowboy got an extension, but not the one we're thinking would get it first. The Cowboys reaching a long-term extension with linebacker Jalen Smith today, according to the NFL Network. Uh, Smith, he was set to become a restricted free agent after the 2019 season. The extension comes a bit of a surprise on the eve of running back Ezekiel Elliott's holdout. Boys owner Jerry Jones said the team was prioritizing extensions for Elliott, quarterback Dak Prescott, and receiver Amari Cooper. Smith on fire, accumulating 121 tackles, four sacks, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery, plus a defensive touchdown and 16 starts with Big D last year. Well, it finally looks like A.B. is all in. Is he all out? Is he all in? They say he's all in. Raiders Whiteout got a certified helmet in practice with the team today, a coaching, according to coach John Gruden of Oakland. The t- it comes after A.B. filed a second grievance with the National Football League about his preferred helmet. Gruden added his injured feet won't be a problem moving forward as well. But as for the Colts, they got more worries. Indy head coach Frank Reich announced today that star quarterback Andrew Luck will not practice with the team as it preps for its third preseason game. The club is optimistic that the passer will be ready for week one of the regular season, but it's not a sure thing. They wanted to have a week one starter named prior to their third preseason game, but that's not going to happen. Luck hasn't practiced since the beginning of training camp as he deals with lingering calf issues for several months. The Colts also say he has pain in his ankles as well. Indy opens up its regular season September 8th at the Chargers. Jacoby Brissett, he will start if Luck can't go. The Cleveland Brown players like to talk. Will they be able to back it up? That's the question. Odell Beckham Jr. won't let it go. The Whiteout says the Giants had ulterior motives when they traded him to Cleveland in March. He also said he knew the Giants would ship him out of New York even after signing that five-year, $95 million extension. Beckham added it it wasn't a business move. He said it was personal. They thought they'd send me to Cleveland to die. That's what he said. Anyway, the Browns with all the hype, they're 18-1 to to win the Super Bowl. The Browns quarterback also chimed in today about the Giants and their rookie quarterback. Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield says he can't believe the Giants uh, took Daniel Jones. It blows his mind that they selected the Duke quarterback with the sixth overall pick in this year's NFL draft. The Browns went 6-7 and seven with Mayfield as a starter last year, and they finished 7-8-1 and one after going a combined 1-31 the two years prior. The Browns have finished over 500 just twice since the year 2000. As for Jones, he looked decent in two preseason games with the Giants, and he'll back up Eli Manning. <clears throat> Maybe OBG and Mayfield should worry about their own team not keep digging at the Giants. Just a thought for me, and Giants head coach Pat Shermer says he doesn't care what those two guys say when addressing the media today. He's focused on his own team. Demarius Thomas hitting the practice field today. That's good news. A very crowded wide receiver position at uh, New England Patriots camp. Arizona Cardinals rookie receiver Hakeem Butler. He has a fractured hand, and coach Cliff Kingsbury says he's going to be all of the preseason, potentially longer, he could land on the IR. In the NBA, Lakers planning to work out Joachim Noah, Mari Spites, and Dwight Howard this week. L.A. also looking at the big man, Marcin Gortat, who is playing overseas. Currently, Javel McGee, the only true center on the L.A. Lakers roster. Former MLBers Octavio Detel and Luis Castillo have been arrested in the Dominican Republic on drug trafficking charges. They're reportedly part of Cesar Peralta's massive drug trafficking and money laundering ring. Authorities are also looking for Peralta. He's on the loose. And the man who believed to have shot David Ortiz in June, the Yankees, they've signed former all-star closer Trevor Rosenthal today. One game on the go today, Mike Mike Trout. Big one, big deep shot. Home run number 42 for Trout. And the Angels beat the Texas Rangers 5-1 the final there. In the MLS, St. Louis, they've been awarded a new expansion franchise. 
they're going to play in the league in 2022, and it'll bring the league up to 28 teams in the MLS. They continue no. to grow. We got lots of baseball matchups tonight. Gabe and I will go through all the numbers there. And hey, it's going to be a lot of fun today. We got tons of baseball, lots of betting, live lines, and on. So stay tuned, everybody. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour One of Red Heat Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports and Radio Television Network. Coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Welcome back to uh, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm the Rage and Redhead Cam Stewart. We're going to get Marenci uh, chimed in right now. So for all you guys betting on the baseball game early, the Texas Rangers taking out the Angels 5-1 to one the final there. As I mentioned before in the update, Mike Trout, home run number 42 for Mike Trout. Hope you had him in some DFS lineups. And uh, I'll tell you, baseball was a pretty crazy night last night when you really think about it. All the underdogs that came in, the two big, big dogs, the White Sox, they got it done. At plus 180, the Seattle Mariners, they got it done at plus 170. And, uh, yeah, what can I say, guys? Uh, you know, me and Gabe, we talked about it earlier on the day. You know, I was first going to bet on Kansas City and then Baltimore. We go, yeah, you know, maybe that line's there for a reason with Baltimore. And uh, what can you say? The Baltimore Orioles, yeah, they piss it away and lose to the Kansas City Royals. So what are we going to do? That's my fault, and that's Gabe's fault for betting on a shitty team like the Baltimore Orioles as favorites against Kansas City. So we can go through the board tonight. Hopefully we can hit some winners. I know we're going to be on the in-game live show too later on in the program there. So we'll have lots of live betting tonight as Marenzi hits the horse book and we have a lot more fun. But yeah, tonight, it's an interesting card. You know, one of these games that I think is very, very weird. And you know, when you get suspicious and you look at the lines and go, what the hell's going on? It's the Washington Nationals taking on Pittsburgh with Strasburg pitching, and you would think at that line, it would be about, you know, minus 220, minus 240, but when I'm looking at minus 165, hopefully uh, that's not, not some kind of trap game because the Nationals were an absolute gift at minus 120 yesterday, and they got it done. And I can tell you, Tyson Ross, he's really pitching very well for this team. The Nationals are hitting, but something smells a little fishy there in that line. 165 Strasburg versus Archer. I would have made that one at least 200. I think maybe even 220. So that's interesting. The Mets, we can't uh, they've been good to us recently. They got a big big series coming up at home to Cleveland. We got Steven welcome mats, door mats, whatever you want to call them. Hopefully it's a welcome mats if you're betting the Mets tonight. A plus 140 home pooch against uh, Shane don't call me Justin Bieber at the Cleveland Indians and they're laying 50 cents in that game exhibition football last night yeah we hit the under by a, a couple points there could have been a little bit better with Denver but uh, Bethard and the rest of the crew of San Francisco players and is it uh, ketchup or mu- mustard is it mustard Mona mustard had a nice little uh, touchdown run for the Niners but I'll tell you something if you are a Jimmy Garoppolo owner in leagues uh, it's early but he looks very very timid bad practices interceptions and, and big, looked very very poor in that game as well I know Denver's first string defense looks good, but if you got Garoppolo, uh, not a very decent performance from him. He looked very, very rattled out there, and uh, it was concerning. So this guy's their starting quarterback right now. I know Bethard and Mullins have a little more experience because 
of all the injury problems with Garoppolo last year. But uh, I'll tell you something. If he's their starting quarterback and you got San Francisco, you like him in the division at 6-1, to one, well, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with Jimmy Garoppolo for sure. So we'll talk about all these things and a hell of a lot more. Hopefully, uh, Morenci's okay down at the horse book. I know it's a crazy, crazy uh, horse day today. Mostly B tracks going. Things get really, really hot on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday when the big tracks go. Interesting stuff. Good battle tonight on the baseball diamond. Philadelphia and Boston pick them. That should be a lot of fun. And both of our teams on the road, too. Uh, we got the Yankees taking on the Oakland A's. No! Oh! Homer Bailey against Herman. So we got some late night action. And Gibbs Dodgers up against my Blue Jays tonight. Dodgers laying 360 with Clayton Kershaw. So we'll see. Go through the baseball board, talk to Baretzi. And hey, you can catch us on the live show later on tonight. Ready Race, Hour One, coming up next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Season now upon us, you can come the eighth person to win a million bucks in a fan duel or DraftKings tournament. Set into lineups using DailyRoto.com's DFS lineup optimizer. To become one of the countless number of people who've won thousands and thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projection. I didn't even think that was possible and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made here at the network. And there are a lot of millionaires that have been made here at the network. So interesting signings when we're talking about football today uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, You didn't think that one. We thought Ezekiel Elliott was going to be the guy to get signed. But uh, that didn't seem to happen. Maybe uh, his camp's still a little bit bitter about uh, the, the Pollard remarks, Jerry Jones joking, but uh, something that wasn't supposed to happen really till the end, end of the year there, but uh, they seem to be getting it done now. So uh, interesting stuff. Not the guys we were thinking about. In, in order, we think, who would get signed first? Yeah, it's probably going to be Elliott, then Prescott, then Cooper, or Elliott, Cooper, Prescott. But we didn't say, think Jalen Smith would be the first one signing. They were actually talking about, you know, waiting till the end of the season, setting something up with them and signing him. But a fantastic year for the Cowboys check, linebacker check, with check, 112 sacks. Hey, Morency, how you doing, buddy? Check, check. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear I hear him. Check, check, check. Smith accumulating 112, uh, 21 sacks. There's another problem. He's asking me to talk into my headset. Two forced fumbles and a fumble recovery, plus a defensive touchdown and 16 starts. But crazy story this year Cleveland and what are we doing with Cleveland and the way they're talking I just don't understand what the Browns are doing worry about your own damn business why do you care about what the New York Giants are doing that's another thing why do you give a shit about the Giants Odell Beckham you know you're in a different city now they brought me there to die what are you kidding me really like you just keep on going back and back to back and and Mayfield 
for a guy that's been in the league one damn year, I know he's retracting his statements, but like, why the hell are you even care? Worry about your own business. And actually, Daniel Jones has looked pretty good in the first couple preseason games. So, you know what? I don't understand. I don't understand what the hell's going on with these guys in Cleveland and their beef is with the New York Giants. So, anyway, I wish they'd just shut up, worry about football, and do their damn thing. But that's uh, not the Cleveland way it seems to be. And people are like, yeah, you got a target on your back. Now you do have a target on your back because you keep on attacking other guys, not even in your damn conference. So, you know what? I got to say it. Like, usually for me as a Seahawks fan, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a team that broke my heart. I, I hope Cleveland gets their asses kicked this year. Just so sick and tired of this prima donna crap on their team. And, uh, yeah, and Antonio Brown, this story, is, is it ever going to go away? Well, they got a helmet, apparently. So I guess he's going to go on there, but just play the damn game, make some plays. And if you're a guy on the team, it's just like, dude, I get it, okay? Just go out there, catch balls, do your thing. I don't want to hear any bitching about the air helmet or anything else. Just do your damn job and get out there and w- win some football games. So that's interesting stuff. We'll see what happens with the Dallas Cowboys and how Elliott his camp is going to react to this news because when he sees Jalen Smith, they're going to be getting paid. I don't understand, uh, you know, but he's obviously still going to be bitter with the comments that happened. we got a couple other, you know, small sign. Demarius Thomas, um, probably not make, probably not going to make the New England team. What? Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do there? He's, uh, he's a guy trying to come back from an Achilles tear in December. And there's a wide open position battle there for receivers in New England. I doubt he's actually going to make the team with all the guys that they have there now, but he's given it a try. Arizona rookie, you know, Hakeem Butler, a guy that really was supposed to go a little bit higher, slipping down to the fourth round. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be out for a while, too. He's got a fractured hand. So Cliff Kingsbury, uh, a weapon gone. You still got Larry Fitzgerald and a couple other guys there on the team. But uh, we will see what happens with him. Nice uh, news today. For uh, Mike Trout, Mike Trout today hitting home run number 42. So good, good news on him. Good for the Angels. They get it done five to one against Texas today in Game One of that doubleheader. So we will take, keep an eye on the baseball board today. One game in the books. A more a little bit later on. So there we go. We'll take a look at the board right now. We got uh, Kansas City taking on Baltimore. Keller versus Bundy. That's up at 7:05. And we talked about what Baltimore did to us yesterday. And it's hard looking at Baltimore. Minus 125 in this baseball game. Kansas City plus 105. Total nine and a half. Well, uh, yeah, I think probably we learned our lesson yesterday. I don't think we're going to be betting on the Baltimore Orioles anytime soon. Keller's actually been pretty good for the Kansas City Royals, too. At a plus price, it might be nice. Also on the run line, plus one, minus 85. And Baltimore with Bundy, minus one and a half, plus 165. So, uh yeah, I think Kansas City, if we're looking at the card right now, probably a game that me and Gabe are not going to be playing the first pick of the game. That's, uh, you know, but I'm not going back to the Baltimore Orioles. I can tell you that laying 30 cents with the 25 or 30 with Dylan Bundy. Nationals and Pittsburgh, as I mentioned, probably the softest line of the night. 705 start, 951, 952 in the betting rotation. 165 for Strasburg. That's, I hope this isn't the trap door of the night. That's what I'm thinking, but. You know, I'm not sure if I'm going to pull the trigger with Washington there, but Archer at home, a plus 145 pooch. That should be very, very interesting. Uh, Yeah, what are you going to do there? Plus 145. There's something that smells about that game. I think the line's off. Maybe they're trying to attract some Nationals money. Strasburg wasn't great in his last start. It's actually been weird. He's been rocked a little bit. 
usually automatic, but, you know, he's still a damn damn good pitcher, a great pitcher who can rebound from that. Uh, total in the game, eight and a half. They've been raking, so right now a little bit of uh, pass on that game, even though I think a lot of people, a lot of people will be betting on the Washington Nationals at that price, only laying 60 or 65 cents. Yeah, it really it opened up at 55. Next game on the board for our friends uh, in New York, the Mets and Cleveland Indians at 710. That should be a good one. Shane Bieber, a minus 155 favorite on the road against the Mets and Mats. Bieber, very, very solid pitcher. I'm not sure if they should be a 55-cent favorite in this game. Kind of lean to Cleveland, but uh, I don't understand uh, really what's going on. And uh, that total, it's there where it should be at 8. I have a lean to the Cleveland Indians and Bieber. Think about Cleveland. Sometimes they have those power outages. You worry about them stringing hits off in a row to get things done. But, you know, I'm going to probably take Cleveland. If it stays in that price, we will put it on the card. So that that's the next game. we got an interesting one here, which I find the line a little bit weird. Next game on the board, interleague play. Philadelphia taking on Boston. And Philadelphia and Boston. A pick, pick either way. Pick either way. Ten cents for Nola going up against Johnson, the soft-tossing lefty. He pitched really well in his last start, but... Philadelphia and Nola, I, I, I have a lean to Philadelphia at 10 cents, 11. 11 is the total in that game. Run line, Philadelphia, plus one and a half, minus 192. And the Red Sox, minus one and a half, plus 167. I think Nola will be making the card. Uh, I think that's a really good price for Philadelphia tonight, guys. If we're betting this game, Johnson can be hit. I know you need a little bit of patience at the plate when you're dealing with him, but Nola in the second half has been a lot better. It is in Boston. I know it's hard to bet against these guys, but they usually give up a lot of runs. That total, 11, I would take the over, but I think actually Nola can do pretty, pretty, do some good things and maybe shut them down. I see Philadelphia winning a game like a 7-4 to four type of game, very, very close to the number, but a lean to the Philadelphia Phillies in that game at 7-10. San Diego and Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati. Uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. What to say about Cincinnati? Me and Gabe had them yesterday. I hate that team for what they did. It cost a huge parlay. They had bases loaded in the ninth inning. Can't get it done. Runner thrown out. I was absolutely losing my shit watching these guys piss it away against the Padres. But I do like Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is a pretty decent pitcher. Don't like the fact that you have to lay 60 cents with Sonny Gray up against Quantrill and the Padres. But, you know, losing 3-2 to two yesterday, maybe the Braves, uh, sorry, the, the Reds can rebound against the Pods. Low total in this game, too, eight and a half. Um, yes, I like the Reds, but I do not like the juice in that game, laying 60 cents. And run line, you could take the Padres if you think it's going to be close. They tend to play a close game, plus one and a half, minus 155. And the Reds, the big red machine, minus one and a half, plus 135. We'll continue to go through the baseball board. And, hey, dogs were barking last night. We talked about it. Mariners plus 170. White Sox and Pizza Nova. He gets it done, too. Nova, hot, hot, hot in the second half of the season. I'm Cam Stewart. This is Red Heat Rage. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, go through the baseball board, talk sports, maybe take some of your phone calls as well. We'll be back for a short break, everybody. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. dump in uh, Toronto waiting on Moretzi. Hope he's doing okay down at the horse book. I know it's Tuesday so uh, <laughs> little Indiana Downs running uh, the usual suspects. We get uh, back to real business on uh, Wednesday with the real tracks going and it'll be a little bit uh, busier and uh, more fun there probably to be around there. So what's ha- what's happening everybody? How are you Are you there Gabe? What's going on Gabe? How you doing? Uh, I've been better. How are you? Uh, you know what? I'm uh, speaking to you from the parking lot of the oh, Meadowlands. I always figured I'd eventually do a show out here with the football season, but I didn't think it would be. Didn't think it'd be today. <laughs> uh, I, I hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. It's like. That's what I was doing through, during my updates and talking. Like, yeah. Hey, Are you kidding me, guys? Please. Yang, you can't make this like crap up now. Uh, I come outside to call, and this is what I get, buddy. I did twenty minutes with you. I I heard you going check, 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 check. While I was talking, I'm like, what the hell's going on on here? Wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know what? Once again, listen, I've been here since three thirty in the afternoon. How do you think I feel? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, hey guys, can you turn off the mic? There's no mic open. Oh no, but we're hearing like everyone talking. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, we might just have to go to a break. That's my, that would be my own personal advice. Like, uh, you can like how you well, you've been dealing with this for the last twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did my update. I queued you, and uh, you were gone. So <laughs> I just kind of went with my thing. Uh, it sounds like we're in the back of a cop car right now. I, I feel I feel like we're in the back of a car. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I guess it's gonna be one of these days, Cam. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was just going through the the baseball board there, and I was, we'll talk about it afterwards. I was just saying the biggest craziest thing to me is Frostburg at 165 against Pittsburgh. I thought it was a misprint. I thought that line was about 60 cents off for NC. I would have made it about 200, 220. But uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. Interesting. I like I it. Was, I uh, no, I might fall into the trap, and I felt the same way with uh, Tyson Ross yesterday, but he kicked ass and. I got to be honest with you, Gabe. Uh, uh, Cincinnati cost me what could have been real special. The White Sox, you talked about it with Nova. Another, he had a rough first inning and really battled back, and they won at plus 180. And uh, the Mariners kicked the crap out of the uh, out of the Rays. So, yeah, good call. You talked about. 
Yeah, we're going to bet more You talked dogs. about the Rays struggling right now. Rays are struggling a little bit. I don't trust them as a favorite uh, tonight either. We're seeing a lot of big underdog cash. Look, uh, last night the Houston Astros were monster favorites. They only won by one. They didn't cover on the run line. Um, you know, we're seeing time and time again, the Astros have been burning money for about 10 days now. There's a lot of fat favorites on the card tonight that, uh, quite frankly, I don't really trust. You know, you got uh, Reed Foley uh, taking on Clayton Kershaw later this evening. Dodgers big, uh, you know, listen, Kershaw's been in a zone. There's a lot of young kids on the Jays haven't seen him before. But at the same point in time, like, it wouldn't shock me if the Jays hit a bunch of home runs off him either tonight. Like, I'm not, I'm not really in a rush to be laying, laying in numbers in that game. These parlays never work. So I'm with you. I was surprised. I figured the Strasburg would be about minus 215 or so. You know, 220 in that range, especially after they kicked the crap out of them last night. The Pirates have been terrible for the last six weeks or so. Ever since the All-Star break, the Pirates fall apart. They always do this, the Pirates. They do this every year. They always fall apart. Usually they fall apart like August 1st. Like they did it earlier than normal <laughs> this year. Um, so the Pirates Pirates uh, falling apart. Uh, Nationals are on a roll uh, right now. It's, it's more than a fair price. And, uh, you know, the Mets are back in action tonight. They're back home. Uh, they're taking on the Cleveland uh, Indians. It's not going to be easy, uh, but nope. I tell you what, it's hard to resist getting matched at plus 132 on, on their home field where they're a very good team. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I talked about this game while we're, uh, well, we know we're disconnected. I went through the baseball line, kind of gave my early thoughts about the games, Gabe. And I love I love Shane Bieber, but a buck fifty-five. Uh, the New York Mets got something going on, but yeah, I wanted to get a little bit more with them. But I understand it's a line because you know the Mets are playing great ball right now. And the thing about Cleveland is sometimes the the, the, the bats can go away. The pitching's really good, but you got to worry about the bats stringing runs together for Bieber. But I expect him to pitch a really really good game. I can tell you one thing that we're doing. We're not, my instincts are right about Kansas City. I'm never betting Baltimore as a favorite again. That was the stupidest thing ever. And I think I, I like. Remember, we used to have game at the old place when we worked at the score, the the, the whiteboard with all the things we'll never do again. I think betting yeah. the Orioles as a favorite has to go on the whiteboard because that was yeah. I'm just going, what the hell is going on here? You know, unbelievable. Yeah, it was so pretty tonight against Keller. I want to go back to Kansas City, but knowing my luck, Baltimore. Uh, We'll win that game. <laughs> Minus one twenty-five. I generally stay away from those games. I'm pretty good at not betting like horrible teams against each other, and I don't mind just skipping the game. Like I don't even think I brought up. I think we forgot to talk about the Angels and the Ranger game yesterday. It's just one of those. Eh. Like, like normally I don't pay attention to the Tiger games too much, but it seems like you're 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 captain, uh, you're killer crip, Kansas City Royals. So it seems like we talk about the Royals every damn night. And, uh, yeah, it was a big mistake. Trust me. <laughs> like, early in the game when Baltimore took the lead, I was like, I knew they should be favorites. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, ah, I knew. Why? How can they be favorites? <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, you know, it was a lot of one-run losses last night. Denver falling apart in the second half kind of sucked. I actually broke even last night. I didn't have a lot of money on me here. I had $200. I bet 200 Usually I'm, I play more when I'm here on a nightly basis. Um, you know, even on a quieter night, I usually have like between five and seven hundred in action, a bunch of baseball bets. But last night I only had two hundred bucks on me, so I played it all, literally figuratively. I saved two bucks to take the bucket out of here after, and I cashed my tickets today, Ken. One ninety-four back. <laughs> yeah. Five fifty year change. Yeah, no, I worked. Five fifty year change. 
It works. Yeah, the one ninety four fifty to be exact. <laughs> I lost. I lost five dollars and fifty cents last night. It happens. To, it happens to me too. Like uh, I, I got to be honest with you, that Cincinnati game really pissed me off because I, I tied it to a couple of things uh, with a couple. Trevor of Bauer's a problem, Ken. We got to stay away uh, from this guy right now. Uh, I would say Trevor Bauer wasn't great because he only gave up a couple runs. You know what the problem was? He calmed down. Yeah, he was bad early. But the Reds' bats, but, game, they got they got caught stealing twice in the game. They got caught at third. They got caught over. They're, they're just a very dumb baseball team. And then the bottom of the night, they were rallying. They had a chance right there, and they ran into an out. Like, a sacrifice fly ties the game. It gets it to extra innings. But anyway, yeah, the Reds are uh, they're frustrating. The Reds blow. Uh, yeah. That's the problem. Right? Well, you know, it's another bad team. <laughs> it's like, better. like There's certain sentences that just don't end well. You know, and I tell you, I like the Baltimore Orioles tonight is one of them. <laughs> like We've learned our lessons. Another one is I like the Detroit Lions tonight. That that one never ends well. Yeah. Uh, there's just certain there's certain sentences, certain teams uh, that, you know, we should just know better. Ride the hot hand. Washington's hot. It's a fair price. I got to believe this price is going to go up, actually. Uh, I don't know what you're seeing here at the duel. It's uh, minus 166. At least that's what I saw about 20 minutes ago, right before the show I got, started. I got 165 on Mr. Green. I, 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 either this is the best line value we're going to see in a long time, or it's the biggest trap of the year. Because Yeah, I, I, I like that line better than the 170. Yeah, that 160, 165 is better than 170. <laughs> like, psychologically, too, it's like, yeah, all right. Like you say, Pittsburgh are bad, Cam. They really are. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I've been down on Pittsburgh for, for most of the year. They actually surprised me when they strung wins together because I never thought they were good. And the bottom line is simple. When Bell's not hitting the rest of the team, like Colin Moran, like they have a couple good players on their team, but when Bell's not hitting home runs, they're done. And they don't really have great pitching too, like Brolt and all these other guys, Williams. They're not good. These are fifth starters, right? So Bell basically took that team on his back and he was winning games and he was the best player in baseball for a while. But now... You know he can't he can't do it forever. He can't keep carry that team on his shoulders. So reality set setting in. I'm looking at another another game tonight. Like I love Aaron Sanchez, but laying 300 with the Astros, Turnbull's actually he's a hard luck pitcher for Detroit. Detroit lost by one yeah. run to these guys the other night, right? Like they're hanging around. Houston could murder them, but, but I'm just telling you, man, the Astros you're playing with fire when you bet these guys minus one and a half and all this other stuff because uh, they're just not getting it done, Marenzi. It's just they're a team, you know, it's just they're gliding into it in that weak division, right? The, they don't really have that important action. Like, it'd be nice if they play a team like the Yankees and the Red Sox and get a little bit more motivated, but that's not going to happen. Baseball baseball is like, um, it's sort of like the NFL. You know, like the NFL, basically, or the NBA. NBA, I think, is a better comparison. But NFL, you know, like the week 16 and 17, Teams have stuff locked in. Um, you know, this is where you get the upsets. As you mentioned, Houston's in, in cruise control right now. They don't care that they lose to the Detroit Tigers. They don't care that they've cost people like $2,300 in the last six days <laughs> like by losing as minus 450 favorites all the time. You know, it just it doesn't bother them. You get these teams uh, that play loose, and it's just volatile. I think it's more baseball is more predictable, Cam, sort of in that May to June into the all-star break. The post all-star break is sort of like this second 
second wave. And now you see, like we see a lot of, you know, look, the Toronto Blue Jays have been a very competitive team over the last month or so. Uh, you know, Nova suddenly is in a groove. You know, watching, you know, you see Kansas City, they're still scrappy, they're competitive. Um, you know, the Detroit Tigers, they blow, but they have a lot of young dudes that are just happy to be in the big league, so they don't care that they blow, right? Like, they're still trying to hit the baseball anyway. <laughs> so, like, they don't, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's the same exactly, you know what I mean? And, you know, except Baltimore somehow. Those are the only guys that just... Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. along with Gabe Morenci in the parking lot of the Meadowlands. Too bad they weren't running some horse, horse racing. I mean, you do drag racing in the parking lot, Gabe. We could bet on that. The moves, you can bet on it. it is, uh, it's a busy day here. Um, another B, uh, B, C, and D uh, level track uh, day here at the Meadowlands. Uh, but uh, there's quite a few horse patrons here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's uh, one thing I've learned about the horse community. When you see, you see, you'll see guys, you'll see guys twice a week for like Santa Anita and Saratoga, but the guys who play like Yonkers, or like they're there every single day of the week. Like they come in with their morning cup of coffee, the program's dee these guys won't stop, right? So they're, they're going to be there for a while. I didn't get your opinion, Gabe. I talked about this off the top and I talked, I talked, I talked about this off the top about uh, the Cleveland Browns and they're anyway. They're. I don't understand why Beckham Jr. It sounds like we're in World War II, Cam. It's, it, it does. It sounds are like they, there's like a cable. Are they, are they like shooting? it's like a wire. It's like we're behind enemy lines. Like I could barely hear. I want to know. And listen, I want to apologize tonight because uh, I think I was kind of a jerk last week to Hunter Engelhardt on the show. He kept talking into the brakes. So I told him, what's your problem? Like, after I was basically like, bro, when the music plays, but here I just talked into a break. But, but, did Yang even play music? No, I I think he gave me a cue, but I couldn't hear. That's the thing, right? Like, he gave the old 510. I think Yang's trying to, uh, you know, solve the problem here. I I don't know. Just the thing is, I'm hearing, like, people talking to other people in the thing while we're talking. But no, no, now it's that's cool. Now it's pristine. I can't even hear a cricket. So it's kind of, it's kind of different now. But I was, tell, I was asking yeah. you, like, uh, about Cleveland. I don't know what that, like, honestly, Marenzi, are these guys, like, stooges? Like, me and you, if me and you were on a football team, like, you just keep on going back to it. Like, if you're Baker Mayfield, I don't care if you said it in jest or you took your words out of context. When somebody asks you about Daniel Jones, just say, you know, I think he's going to have a good career. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, the kid, the kid I, I don't, like, I can't believe they put him then. OBJ still railing on New York all the time about like get over it, dude. You're the, they put they brought me cl- to Cleveland to die. 
I'm hating this team more and more and more every minute of every day. And it's ridiculous. Like you said, we talk about Freddie Kitchens too. Enjoy this this year, man. Because if things go bad, this is this is the off season right now. Enjoy your divas. Yeah, well, Freddie Kitchens, I think, is going to be one of the problems uh, here in Cleveland. And you can already see it uh, right now. He's too much of a fanboy with Baker Mayfield. You know, he's talking about how Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield tells it like it is. And whether you like it or not, you know, that's just the way, you know, it's too bad. He tells it, he shoots, you know, shoots from the hip and tells the truth what he really thinks. But, yeah, what he really thinks doesn't necessarily mean that he's right. And, you know, as you stated, the Cleveland Browns are already going to have a target on their back. They're already a flashy team. They're already an overhyped team as it is. And, and hey, guys, guys. Guys. If, for you guys in the pit, um, we can hear everything that you're saying to each other. It's very hard like, to have a conversation where we can hear you guys. So, as I was saying, um, the Cleveland Browns already have a target on their back. Baker Mayfield already runs his mouth too much. And he keeps talking about, like, winning and how he's a winner and no one else is a winner. He's saying Sam Ellinger's not a winner because Baker Mayfield beat him in high school. And, you know, he's arguing with a college quarterback right now. You're in your second year in the NFL. You're arguing with a college quarterback. You're taking pot shots at, um, at, at, at a fellow quarterback. Who, when you know, when Baker Mayfield got drafted as high as he did, there was a lot of criticism. There was a lot of skeptics. You figure that Baker Mayfield would sympathize, but you know, he's just a jerk. Yeah, he's a jerk. Remember, remember, remember when we were doing those uh, shows from the Morency Studios and the line for Baker Mayfield? It was the plus when, oh no, you can't take this guy. There's so many flaws, and then all of a sudden it went to like minus three hundred. Oh, he's a lock. Yeah, you're right. This was not that was something that wasn't guaranteed from the get go. There was many, many, many people in the football world who were like, stay a, the hell away from this guy. He's too small. He's got an attitude problem. And then Cleveland. Took, yeah. Th- th- then they go and take him. But I'm telling you, Marenzi, like for a guy that. Uh, you, yeah. So you went seven, eight and one big, big deal. What have you done? You haven't played one damn game this year. I don't wish ill will upon people, but the guys that they have on their team and just the way they're taking shots at the New York Giants. I'm not even a Giants fan. I almost like I want the Giants to do well now. It's just like it's just I don't understand. Well, Daniel Jones is becoming a, he's becoming a guy you want to pull for. Yes. And the yes. thing is though, let me ask you, and I brought this up earlier, who had a better year last year essentially as a rookie? Patrick Mahomes or Baker Mayfield? Well, Patrick Mahomes in a landslide. Like, yeah, Mahomes Mahomes was the MVP of the league. I don't hear him running his mouth, criticizing other teams' draft picks. I don't hear him, hear him arguing Patrick Mahomes play at Texas Tech. I don't hear him arguing with Baylor players right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's put yeah. this in context. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield, oh, I apologize to Ohio State. Now he says, oh, I didn't mean it at all. So now basically we know every time you apologize for being a jackass, <laughs> after we know you didn't mean it. Just like you walk back. This Daniel Jones stuff. Oh, it's the media's fault. You know, they're twisting my words. No, your words are your words. And it's one thing if you said, you know what? I was surprised that he got drafted that high, but I wish him the best of luck. Or oh, I've been exactly. down that road. 
Instead, he's like, oh, they overthink things. Winning matters. You know, i.e., he's not a winner. And it was a pot shot. Now, it's clear that he thinks that by ripping the Giants all the time, that he's endearing himself to Odell Beckham. But to me, it just shows their level of immaturity. You know, I'll tell you what, Cam, these guys should be worried about the Baltimore Ravens. They should be worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They shouldn't be worried about what Daniel Jones is doing behind me at the practice field right now. And another thing is, look at Jones, too. So so Mayfield's talking about his college career. So, okay, Marenzi, other than Alabama and Clemson, would you not consider Oklahoma probably the third best team in college football? Daniel Jones well, went to Duke. Daniel Jones went to Duke, okay? And they still they were still one game over when he's played played for them. It's not like they were horrible. You know, they went to bowl games. They beat Temple in the bowl game. He's at Duke freaking University. He's not at Oklahoma. He's not at Texas. He's not at Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. He's at Duke. Well, it's another, another thing. Baker Mayfield. His argument his argument's he, ridiculous. It makes it's a joke. Baker Mayfield acts like <laughs> Oklahoma never won before he got there. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Oklahoma no. won 10 or more games like the last 13 out of 15 years or something, bro. <laughs> like, they won. They did the same thing without you, with Kyler Murray. And they'll be better now, even with Jalen Hurts, who's better than both those kids. Right? They, they were doing it's just his attitude. When we were growing up, Josh Heupel. Like, the Oklahoma program's been doing that for decades, right? Like, it's just... It just makes he, – he, he's making an argument about a school that has a pedigree with football in comparison to a, a school that has academics and basketball as their pedigree, right? It's like well, comparing – Well, I'll also tell you – Stupid. Look, the guy that's won the most Super Bowls, Tom Brady. Tom Brady it was a better college player than people talk about. Yeah, you know, oh, Tom Brady was a six-round pick and blah, 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 blah. Tom Brady went 10-2 and two in his last year at Michigan, beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl was the MVP of the Orange Bowl. Like, he wasn't some scrub off the street. And like, let's, you know, that's that's something that is sort of overblown. But you take Tom Brady out of the equation, all right, let's look at the other Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Uh, Nick Foles. You know what Nick Foles, we looked it up today. You know what Nick Foles' record was as a senior at Arizona Cam, Super Bowl winner, MVP? Four and eight. Yeah, I was gonna. I was. Yeah, I was gonna say about five and seven. Yeah, like they had losing season. Yeah, yeah. he went four and eight at Arizona. Nick Foles. Well, the guy just signed like a hundred and forty-eight million dollar contract or whatever it was, and it was a Super Bowl MVP. Four and eight. We can go down the list. Jared Goff made it to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff. Dude, Jared Goff was Cal was like what four and eight, five and seven with him there. Yep. You know, Matt Ryan at Boston College. I remember watching. They were in one of those crappy bowl games Aaron when Rogers, he was there against Michigan Aaron State. Aaron Rodgers, Cal. They were Aaron Rodgers didn't win yeah. jack at Cal. Yeah, they, Eli Manning's they, biggest year at, uh, at Ole Miss is they went 7-5 and five once, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we go down the list. Drew Brees at Purdue. I'm a Big Ten fan. I remember Purdue, like, winning big, big games and championships. Do you with Drew Brees? Yeah, Russell Wilson. You know, Scott like, we go down the list. State. Like, this Baker Mayfield. Oh. Like, he thinks that you want winning. You know what? If In fact, how many quarterbacks have won a national championship and and then won a, won a, won a Super Bowl after the fact? Very, very few. And I would consider this, and we won't, we know college football, look at the Alabama quarterbacks, Greg McElroy, the guys in a booth at ESPN. Like, it just, it's different, man. <laughs> you said it. Like, look at the guys that have actually done that, that way and gone far. A lot of them, they actually don't do well in the NFL. They do very poorly, right? So, and the thing with Baker Mayfield is, 
He's just cocky. If you notice, and I don't like Colin Cowherd, all right? And everyone knows that, but I don't like Cowherd. But Colin Cowherd, you know, is doing his job. You know, he has takes about, about Baker Mayfield, and he criticizes him. Baker Mayfield freaks out when Colin Cowherd criticizes him or anybody else in, in the mainstream media criticize him. You know, he'll tweet at them, he'll whatever, you're on his list after. But he's a classic sort of narcissist in that it's funny for him to joke about everybody else. But if you say something about him, then, oh, oh how dare you? You know what I mean? He's got that attitude. Look at, like, Hugh Jackson, how he treated Hugh Jackson after that game. Yeah. Whatever. Hugh Jackson wasn't a great coach, yeah, you know, but Hugh Jackson – yeah, like, you know, he's a jerk with him, got in his face after. He's an old man. He's been in the league like 23 years or whatever. Uh, I think his sister died like a couple of days before that. And what, you didn't like him because he made Tyrod Taylor the starter when you were a rookie? And like right out of school. Like, he's just, he's a jackass, Ken. Like, you know, there's there's more than one instance. You know, remember him giving the finger to the Kansas kids after? Yeah. He was mocking the key, got into it with the Kansas kids. Um, you know, he gets a free pass if it was someone else to be talking about the time he was wasted and got tackled by the cop. Like, you know, you go down the list of this guy and somehow people eat it up. He almost reminds me of Conor McGregor in a way. He's yeah, like yeah. the NFL's <laughs> Conor McGregor. That's actually, that's actually a very, very good comparison for guys that are not yeah, in the same Like, sport. you know, yeah. Skyrocket, at least Conor actually won, never defended anything, but at least he actually won something. But sort of these guys that rise. They rise, and, you know, you can just see. Like, Mahomes is handling his fame well. You know what I mean? Certain guys handle fame well. Other guys don't. And, you know, put it this way, Ken. Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns won one more game than the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen was hurt all last year. Yeah. I don't hear Josh Allen talking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you go down the list, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold looks great in camp right now. And I, I've been a Sam Darnold, not doubter, but I've always thought that he's just sort of – He's good, yeah. I thought he's, he's peak as sort of a Matt Stafford type. Uh, but you can see in camp uh, and in the preseason camp, he's throwing darts, this guy. Like, he's confident. He's throwing darts. Darnold looks like the real deal. He never talks. He's a humble kid. He doesn't run his mouth. Yeah, I've always thought Matt Stafford's better. It's like a lot of the time those Detroit teams had bad offensive lines too, and it's tough for a quarterback, right? You know what I mean? Like – a lot of the time, your 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 success depends on them blocking you and stuff like that. I, I think Stafford's okay. I, I, I just no, I, I like I, Stafford. I yeah, I'm, I I think I, like if you give Matt Stafford time, he'll shred you apart. Like I don't, he's not a bad quarterback. He's just sometimes playing for the Detroit Lions, and hopefully Patricia's got a plan. Kate. But uh, here are the music buddies. So yeah, we get uh, another segment before we'll. Uh, I think Big Man will join us on the other side of my update on the other hour. We'll break down a baseball card, and, and a whole lot more. Red Heat Rage Radio with me and Marensky coming back at you after a short break, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
So I fucking will, like, through the day, amount of echo, disconnection, fucking Oh, yeah. It's great, buddy. It's great. How, how are you doing? You hanging in there? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> Poor Greg Sussman. Greg Sussman's now on the premises uh, down here. Oh, he is. I, I, Sussman, I said, what are you doing here? He goes, I don't know. He goes, I was told I got to get down here immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so, is he a good, is he good with um, IP, Gabe? Is the sus? He's pretty good. No, with I don't know. They've isolated. There's, there's, I don't know. Dude. There's, the problem is actually from here. Oh. There's okay, a technological issue that's being dealt with uh, right now. Um, hopefully it gets dealt with by 8 o'clock tonight for in-game live because I can't do the show in the parking lot for four oh, hours on my cell phone. My no, battery's no. going to die. I hope the people tuning in I hope the people tuning in are appreciative of what we're going through here. We got people talking in our ears, although that's settled down over the last couple of minutes. Um, the phone connection is terrible out here. And it's, it's not my phone. I've seen this with other people. I don't know what it is, Cam. I swear to God, wherever there's a gambling establishment, they screw your phone up, bro. Like, this isn't even just, a casino. It's a racetrack and sports book. Your phone doesn't work in there. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, like, as I you were saying, to come out of the parking lot. As you were saying that, your phone, like, cut off for a second, and, like, I thought you were disconnected, and then you just came back. <laughs> like, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should see, Cam. Yeah. I know, I know you don't have it easy, but... You should see this. Like before, I just used to do the morning show. I'd go yeah. back, I'd kick it. We'd do game time decisions, a little Patreon yeah. at nighttime. Yeah. Bro, now I live like I'm a morning commute, like New York City rush hour morning. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, I got to deal with the New Jersey Turnpike at like 3:30 rush hour to get here. Yeah. And then finally, don't be surprised, Cam. There's traffic jams, bro, when the show's over at 11 o'clock at night. So it's like I get all three, like morning, <laughs> afternoon rush hour, night rush hour, like, oh yeah, this city, like I've aged like six. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. News, guys. The news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thank you very much, Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. Lots of news in the NFL going down, and a little bit surprising news with the Dallas Cowboy getting an extension. And we thought it might be Elliott, but actually, the long-term extension goes to linebacker Jalen Smith today. He's the big winner on who gets an extension for the Cowboys. This, according to the NFL Network, and uh, Smith was set to become a restricted free agent after the 2019 season. Yeah, oh, very, very disrespected. That's the thing, right? So he's mad about the Pollard joke. This is not going to go very well when his uh, camp gets the information. So, yeah, we were thinking Zeke Elliott, Marenzi, uh, not the guy we thought, Jalen Smith. And remember, we still need to get extensions for Prescott and a receiver, Amari Cooper, on top of Elliott. So many people in the Cowboys camp. Hmm? Yeah, 
Well, Smith was supposed to be after the season, right? So this one is very surprising, but I, apparently, I guess Dallas is sick and tired of dealing with these guys. I, let's just deal with Smith right now. We'll deal with these other guys later. It seemed like the safer one, but yeah, no, he had a good year though, man. 121 tackles, four sacks, two forced fumbles, fumble recovery, defensive touchdown. So good season. Yeah, it wasn't the guy we thought, but Dallas makes the move. They sure do. I, I like the Eagles. I like the Eagles in that division, but I think the Cowboys, like the Cowboys and Eagles are going to murder everybody in that division. Two horse race. That's, I think the Eagles just sweep it out. Uh, Antonio Brown is gay. We all know this. Uh, the certified helmet. Uh, yeah, he practiced with today, and John Gruden says he's all in. Well, we didn't know if he was all in or all out. Apparently all in. This comes after uh, a second grievance. I'm so sick and tired of this helmet issue. Everybody else seems to be playing with one, so find one that works. Anyway, Gruden added his injured feet won't be a problem either, so it looks like uh, finally Antonio Brown and the Raiders getting on the same page. This not good news. For the Indianapolis Colts, man, Indianapolis Colts Frank Reich announced today that star quarterback Andrew Luck not going to practice this week as the team preps for its third preseason game. And the brass is optimistic that the passer will be ready for week one, but not a sure thing. Reich wanted to have his week one starter name prior to the end of their third preseason game. That's not going to happen. Luck hasn't practiced since the beginning of training camp. He deals with lingering calf issues for several months, and he also has pain in his ankle. So this could be more serious than we thought. Indy opens up the regular season September 8th at the L.A. Chargers. Good opener there. And Jacoby Brissett is uh, going to be the starter if luck can't go. It looks like it might go that way. Cleveland Brown players, Gabe and I talked about this. Chirp, 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 chirp. These guys love to talk. Beckham Jr. today said the Giants had ulterior motives for trading him in March. He also said he knew the Giants would ship him out even after that February $95 million extension. Uh, Beckham uh, added it wasn't a business move. He said it was personal, and they said they sent him to Cleveland to die, quote, unquote. Unbelievable. Anyway, the Browns all hype, 18-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. We will not be betting them at that price. And Baker Mayfield, as we talked about, too. He can't believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Uh, it blows his mind, quote-unquote. The New York Giants selected the Duke quarterback with a six-overall pick. Browns went 6-7 six and seven with Mayfield, and they finished 7-8-1 after going a combined 1-31 and 31 the two years where the Browns have finished over 500 just twice since the 2000. As for Jones... He's looked decent in his two preseason games, the Giants, and he's going to back up Manning. Mayfield then recanted his statement, saying it was a clickbait story from the media, and his words reached out of contact. So, unbelievable stuff. Uh, Demarius Thomas hit the practice field today. He's been removed from the pup list. Uh, he's working out with New England. The question is, will he make the team? Arizona rookie quarterback, uh, yeah, wide receiver, Hakeem Butler has a uh, fractured hand, and Cliff Kingsbury said he's going to be... Uh, out the rest of the preseason, potentially landing on the IR. NBA news, the Lakers planning to work out Yoke's Dwight Howard this week. They're searching for a new center because Cousins is done for the year with an ACL tear. LA also looking at big man Marchand Gortad, who's playing overseas. JaVel McGee, the only true center on the Lakers roster now. Crazy news from MLB, Octavio Dotel and Luis Castillo arrested in the Dominican Republic on drug trafficking charges. They're reportedly part of Cesar Peralta's massive drug trafficking and money laundering ring. Authorities are still looking for Peralta. He's on the loose, and he's the man to believe to set up the shooting of David Ortiz back in June. Crazy stuff. Yankees going to sign a former All-Star closer, Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, one game over today, Mike Trout, home run number 42. The Angels beat the Rangers 5-1 to one was the final there in the lone afternoon game. MLS News, St. Louis, they've been awarded a new expansion franchise. They're going to begin play in 2022, and it will bring up the MLS League to 28 teams in the league. We got matchups tonight, too, at 7.05. KC, Baltimore, Orioles, 25, 9.5. Keller and Bundy, Washington, laying 65 cents. Pittsburgh, 
8.5 Strasburg and Archer, 7.10 Seattle and Tampa Rays, minus two Bills, Whistler and Castillo, 8.5 Philly and Boston, Pickham, Nolan and Johnson, total 11. San Diego at Cincinnati, I hate the Reds for last night, but they're minus 165, Quantrill and Gray, Steve and five at the Mets, Bieber and Mats, 7.20, we got Miami and Atlanta, Braves, minus 280, Hernandez and Keuchel, 9.5 is your total. Milwaukee and St. Louis, straight pick them, 10. Gonzalez versus Waka Waka Waka. We got 8.05 action, San Fran and the Cubs. Cubs laying $2.10. 10.5 is the total, BD and Hamels. Game two, Angels minus 135 against the Rangers. Houston, minus 280 versus Detroit. Turnbull versus Sanchez, not is the total. White Sox and Twins, minus 229.5. Lopez and Pineda, Colorado and the Arizona. D-backs, 50 cents. Freeland and Young. Oh, we got good good night at Yankees minus 130 at Oakland. Good game. Herman versus Bailey, nine and a half. And Toronto and the Dodgers minus 345 for the Dodgers. Reed Foley versus Kershaw. I'm Cam Stewart. Steve Brancy joins me from the parking lot. Hour two of Red Heat Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, game time, time decisions. decisions. Back. Did it get windy out there, Keith? Yeah, you know what? It, it comes and goes. It's always windy out here, though. It really is. Of course, this is the made famous camp. If you remember in the old days at the original Giant Stadium, Bill Parcells is the first one. He told them, open up the, uh, open the garage doors on one side of the field when the team would kick field goals. And it's viciously windy out here, bro. I tell you, though, like the windiest town I've been to, Atlantic City. Like, it's like Atlantic City, I had a beer, like, fly out of my hand and, like, fly, like, 14 feet away from me, like, in in the wind. But, yeah, it's generally always windy. It's actually a nice night out here right now. Uh, there's not a cloud in the sky, actually. Uh, temperatures, nice and breezy. So, in other words, it'll probably be like a thunderstorm in 20 minutes because the weather changes here every 10 minutes, bro. It's crazy. I'll never forget my story. I went to the Pontiac Silverdome, and uh, John uh, John Freeze had to come in the game. Rick Meyer got hurt. It was Seattle versus Detroit. I'm sitting with Howard Ballard, former Bills uh, family, the house. Went to the Seahawks, and it was a big game. We needed to win that game to get into the playoffs. Same thing. Todd Peterson setting up for a game-winning kick. All the Lions fans left at the building. In wind tunnel, I've never seen a ball that goes, and then just tailed off and missed. And like Chris Berman <laughs> talked about it on ESPN primetime, he's like, oh, those crazy Silverdome vacuums. And it's a true story, man. Like, when people, enough people leave, people don't understand how strong that air is. It's light balls. It, uh, it made Seattle miss the playoffs. It was as bad as the Vinny Testaverde crazy. play. That's crazy. You're not allowed doing it anymore. I'm not <laughs> saying that people don't try. I don't know if they do, but... You're not allowed doing it anymore. And as you stated, especially in those old stadiums, like the, uh, like, hey, oh, it's crazy. The way, the way that they were designed, as you stated, like Buffalo has that a bit too. Buffalo used to screw around. You'll notice on one of the end zones, there's a tunnel behind the goalpost. Yeah. Very true. Only and only in. Well, okay, we got uh, Big Man on campus uh, coming up, I think, Dave, after the break. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Hour two game time decisions. Gabe's in the parking lot. He's holding down the fort here. I'm in. Uh, it's actually a really nice day out here tonight. As uh, let's go 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 hit some golf balls maybe after the show, Marenti. Smash some golf balls yeah, yeah. into some things. That's what I want to do. So uh, yeah, I think we have uh, Jeff Nadu on the line. I think we do. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he I was, just heard him say, "Yo, I, yeah, all right, we're we're good." Well, hey, uh, well, Jeff, we're good how you in, doing? How you doing? Hey guys. Hey, how you doing? Where, where are you? Uh, uh, where are you joining us from, uh, big man? You've said it back too. <laughs> yeah, I'm down at uh, I'm down at my parents having a little dinner. I, I, I oh, nice. Seen them for a while. What's for dinner? Uh, meatloaf, one of the best meals. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, meatloaf, very underrated. I don't have meatloaf very often. Nice, nice home cooked meal, food. nothing like that, Ken. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so big man uh, we're going to do with this baseball uh, card tonight Gabe and I were uh, talking a lot of underdogs coming in we talk about Seattle was a nice uh, win last night against uh, Tampa they absolutely smoked them the White Sox were a very very good price in their game Uh, even Detroit covering the 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 run line against Houston what makes uh, what makes your card tonight there big man you know, I think you're making an interesting point with uh, with um, with Houston. I mean, I actually I made a comment on Twitter the other day about if you're laying four or five hundred dollars with a or uh, four or five hundred on a line with a with a baseball team, I think you should find another profession. I mean, why not just take a shot? I mean, this line is so high. Uh, look, is Detroit good? No, I'm not going to try to tell you that they are. But I mean, who knows with bullpens in the major leagues anymore? I just think with the uh, the implied odds you're getting with the, the, the payback you're getting, why not take a shot? I mean, why not give it a try? You know, baseball right now is fickle. As you said, there's a lot of underdogs coming in. I actually found um, the Phillies. I, I was betting them a lot last week uh, in that series against the Cubs. I think I hit three or four in a row in that series. Then they kind of fell off over the weekend. And I still think I, – I just think Charlie Manuel is kind of a difference with this team. They're kind of a team that's starting to hit a little bit. Anytime I can get – Aaron Nola, kind of price I'm interested. Look, I know the Red Sox are solid, but why are they why are they a favorite tonight with Nola on the mound? I can't argue that. that. Yeah. I, One I thing like I'll say team. about Charlie Manuel, it's amazing though, isn't it, Big Man? Like, what did Charlie Manuel really do? But of course, the first at bat with Bryce Harper and Charlie Manuel in the dugout, Bryce Harper hits a home run. Then that grand slam. Then, then the narrative begins. Hey, Charlie Manuel, but you're right. But you're right. You can tell the Phillies are much more comfortable. But um, you know, you brought you both brought it up. Me and Cam were talking about it earlier. 
that um, at this time of the year, underdogs cash in baseball. It's a tough. It's, it's like betting the last week of the NBA, or it's like betting. You know, you're a big college basketball guy. You know, like the end of the regular season or the conference tournament. Some teams they just don't care. So you can get the Astros, but they don't care now. But it's college football week, guys. It's hard to believe that it's uh, it's finally here. And we've got the point spread up to seven and a half right now with the Gators and the Canes. And the point spread in that Arizona-Hawaii game has remained 11, but the total was 70, up to 74 uh, right now. But I'm fired up for some football, big man. Yeah, it's such a great time of the year. I mean, you got, you know, we only get two games this weekend, but, I mean, there are two games. It's meaningful football. It's not preseason where we're going to see, you know, God, who knows, a quarterback and that kind of thing. But, yeah, you know, I mentioned Arizona. I think Hawaii has value here. I need to say it. I think it's just a shootout type of game. I really believe that. I, I'm surprised. And, and, again, maybe you guys can tell me why this line is double digits. I, I mean, this isn't a Hawaii team of five four or five games. This is a good football team with a good quarterback, solid culture, defense that's improving, good skill position players. This isn't, you know, Oregon or or Washington. This is Arizona, a team with a bad defense going on the road. I, I don't quite understand this one. I'll gladly take the points. I even feel like if it loses, I, I'm confident. I like the side. I'll take a shot with it, even even if it if doesn't come in. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. The other game – you know, I, I'm kind of going all over the, with this one. I, I kind of am getting the feeling that Florida's probably the play here. I've um, done a lot of research into Miami, and I think on the surface, I think they're an interesting team. I think they have a great defense. I think their their skill position players are good. They have a guy named K.J. Osborne. He came down from Buffalo. Great receiver. I think this Williams is going to be a solid quarterback. But the big concern for Miami, and a lot of people are concerned down there with this offensive line, they, I think, have two returning starters, and they're both interior linemen. Both of their tackles are freshmen. I think this is going to be a weird case of I just don't know if they're going to be able to handle one of the better defensive lines in the country. I get a weird feeling this is 28-17, something like that. I think the defensive line and the defense for Florida is going to be a little too much. Felipe Franks, guys, he's got really good size. He's a big kid. He's really improved. Dan Mullen, a quarterback whisperer. I don't know. He's not a Heisman candidate or anything, but I think he takes a nice step forward. They have a good run game. They're going to be a team in the SEC to look out for. I think they win this by double. I agree as far as Franks is concerned. There's a lot of criticism and skepticism about the kid, but he was in a tough spot in past years. He is a great athlete, also a baseball player like Kyler Murray, you know, dual dual sport guy. And great great point you bring up. You look at uh, you look at Mullen and what he's done with quarterbacks over the years. You remember Cam Mullen? Mullen is like Urban Meyer without the sleeves. Yeah, I and agree. he's an Urban Meyer guy. Like he was the offensive coordinator in the heyday with Florida, with Tim Tebow and Chris Leak. Right, and then he goes to Mississippi State, and remember Mississippi State was a laughing stock. They were, and you know, look at look at Doc Prescott right now. Damn right. You know, he's made Doc Prescott a lot of money, and you know, he's he's done a great job with quarterbacks. He's done a great job with the Gators already. He was always waiting for that job. He was just sort of waiting it out. They're a top, you know, they're a top ten football team. You know, maybe a top five caliber football team. I agree, big man. I think you can make an argument that they're better than LSU. Actually, or at least they're they're right there. Yep. Florida's nearly back. The total forty seven and a half. You know, I'm with you guys. You're thinking low scoring, but 
Man, it's a low number, and college football, you guys know this. It's always like a punt return, like speed, defense, special teams. I think that's a nice prop, guys, especially with that Florida Gator defense. Oh, chaos. Just what a day here today. Um, uh, that special, that, that defense with the Florida Gators, that prop, guys, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown? I love this stuff in college, man. Remember, big man, Alabama scored a defensive touchdown or a pick six in, like, you know, 17 games in a row or something like that? He used to pay, like, plus 200. I'll tell you another thing to back that up, and I, I don't know if you guys, but I've had some vicious beats on unders with onside kicks that turn into touchdowns. Oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> Those are nightmares. This Florida nightmares. team, as far as from bad beats are concerned, They've had some ugly ones. They had one last year against Vanderbilt where it was one of those good old, like, third and one plays. You're hoping they run and just wind the clock out. They break the clock. Of course, you pocket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, um, well, remember I the game, Big Man, a couple of years ago, and Cam, it was Michigan, Florida. They opened up the season yep. against each other. I remember I was in Vegas. I think it was about two years ago. And I was on Michigan, and I was on the under. And it was looking great. And if you guys recall, just like we talked about, Freaking Florida quarterbacks kept throwing pick sixes. Michigan literally had like two or three pick sixes in a row. It was crazy. And it was like, man, Florida's defense did a good job. But, you know, there was the chaos. That's why I get worried at the 47 and a half in a college game. There's so much speed on the field, man. These kids can score in a hurry. I'll tell you right now, and I'm sure you guys will agree. Look, obviously, I think in sports betting, you can't be too, like, keyed into like, just doing something continuously. You can't keep doing it. But I'm making the case that I don't know that I'll bet an under this year. I, I just don't see a ton of <laughs> Exactly. I, I, I mean, you're putting a total in the 40s here. As you said, you have fast players. You have two quarterbacks um, that, that I think are, are going to be dual threat. They're going to be able to move around. I mean, you have a total in the 40s. I mean, you don't need a lot to go to go right to, to hit that. Yeah, I just Dude, 27-21, you lose the game. 28-21. That would have to be a shocker. If 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 Florida Gators won this game, 30 to 20, would anyone be shocked? 31-17. Somehow the game goes over. Like it doesn't take much at 47 in college. And like you, you guys are saying, I'm saying it too. You know, you get punt returns, man. The special teams breakdowns. You got Miami and freaking the Florida Gators. That's like the Jamaican track team on the field. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. campus talking a little college football guys i'll tell you one thing though marenzi and uh, big man i'm not going to be burned this year if you like a game jump on it early because look at these lines in this game that florida game opened up at uh, some offshores had six six and a half it's seven and a half that's a huge number with the hook and big man you talked about that total 70 70 and a half to 74 like that's the thing man in these college games boom these movements they're quick the steam is very the steam burns 
and it, and it goes up really, really quick. And that could be the difference between winning and losing. Don't want to be on reach on a bad side of a line. I guess we're going to be making a little bit of uh, early bets this year, Morency, because those are huge movements when you get a team from minus six to minus uh, seven and a half. That's big. Yeah, you know, college, especially these first two games, they're isolated. They're televised. People are going to, you know, this, uh, the Saturday night game is 7 o'clock Eastern, Saturday night Miami and, uh, and Florida. There's going to be a lot of people jumping in uh, on this game. Uh, you know, the nightcap is interesting. Khalil Tate, uh, me and Big Man, I've you know, talked a lot about Khalil Tate in the past. You know, you had Khalil Tate lifted it up with Rich Rod. Then Kevin Sumlin goes there, and Sumlin's had that success and, of course, won Heisman trophies with quarterbacks. And Khalil Tate seemingly took a step backwards, right? You know, I don't know if it was a health situation, if he wasn't 100%. Also, they were getting him ready, they, you know, to, to be an NFL quarterback. Someone told him, listen, you're going to have to learn how to throw the ball a little bit better, kid. So from what I'm hearing out of Arizona, as far as their, their fall practices are concerned, is that he's back. That he's, you know, he's zinging the ball. That, he, you know, I'm not saying he's going to win the Heisman. Um, you know, he was all the hype last year to win the Heisman, and he, and he fizzled out. Uh, but I think he's a lot healthier, big man. And I, I would expect him to be a lot crisper. I look at this game. I think Hawaii will hang around, and Arizona will just sort of pull away late, do enough to win. Will they do enough to cover the point spread? I don't know. I've already gone on record as stating it wouldn't shock me if this game went to overtime. And I think now that I've said it, i got to sprinkle on a little bit. I mean, would it shock either of you guys – if the first, you know, the first night of the year that this game is 35-35 going in overtime or 42-42, I think we're going to have a really close, high-scoring shootout in the nightcap there, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned Bill Tate. I think for everyone that's curious about this game, Sports Illustrated did a great article on him, uh, kind of a, a piece on kind of his offseason. And people don't really realize last year he had like a full-season ankle sprain. He just couldn't get healthy. And as you said, he had such a, a great season the year before. There was so much expected of him. Made a new coach coming in. They had a ton of, you know, not really a, much, a ton of weapons. I think with being fully healthy this year, a full kind of offseason, I think and he could have a year in the system. Good point. Sure, it was a new sure. system, right? Right. Yeah, Noel Mazzoni and, and Kevin Sumlin. I I think they could be poised for a big year. Yeah. Look, that that scoreboard should 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 go high out in out in Hawaii this week. Plus, I, I also think we have to keep in mind this would be a real tough game for Arizona if it was the second game of the season. I think the fact that it's the first definitely helps. I mean, you get out there a little bit earlier, you kind of get the lay of the land, and then you play. But this just seems in a shootout, which we expect it to be. 11 points. Hawaii do have 18 returning starters, guys. Like, they're loaded. Like, they, they're very experienced. Speaking of quarterbacks, I'm a fan of the Cole McDonald kid. Remember last year, Cam, and, and big man, remember, Cam, Hawaii were that covering machine coming out of the gate. McDonald was running people over. Big kid, big arm. He's healthy as well. Uh, Rolovich is this. This is like big man was saying earlier, big man. This is probably Hawaii's best team that they've had in years. Like, go back to the Colt Brennan days. Like, I'm, like you know, I'm not saying they're double digit win team. Love the over five and a half win total with Hawaii this year. They've got talent, guys. Rolovich has done a nice job getting kids from California like the basketball team does. It's not just the locals. It's a nice mix. It's a very veteran team. Schedule is manageable as well. Uh, they got two games. They open up with Oregon State next week, too. Uh, so they get Arizona and then Oregon State. 
if they can, you know, I don't know if they can split that and they move forward, they're really going to go over to five and a half. But they're going to, it's going to be a competitive football game. I just think Tate could be the difference here. But like I said, I'm looking at a 42-35 style game, if not higher. Yeah, if you're going to bet it, guys, I think we got to. If you're going to take that over at 74, you're going to bet it now because I don't think there's any way it's going to go under. There's no way. Like, who's going to be betting the under in this football game? I thought you talked to people, Marantz, you think they're going to be like 90, almost 100 points scored in this game? So I have Pete Hewitt on this morning, collegefootballnews.com, smart guy. He said he thinks Arizona is going to score 50-plus on their own. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I just said I wouldn't wait anymore if the line opens up at 71 and it's already up to 74. I was going to ask you guys, too, the beautiful thing is, we get those two games on Saturday, and then we get a six-pack on Thursday. Big man, your Cincinnati Bearcats open up against UCLA there on Thursday night, too. Three-point favorites, 60-and-a-half. Have you pulled the trigger on anything uh, other than the Arizona, Hawaii, and Florida-Miami games? Nine moves. Uh, I actually got Michigan early. I, I got that before the move against Middle Tennessee. I also took... In what I think is the best bet of the weekend next week, I like East Carolina a lot against NC State, getting a nice big number. I've been very vocal. I do a call-in every week with East Carolina Radio, and they have been very vocal. As, they've been very awesome. vocal to the fact that they have a new culture down Yeah, they have a new culture down there, Gabe. They have a guy I saw Mike. the coach saying that, big man. I saw the quote last week about he said – did you actually see – I want to bring it up. I'm glad you brought the program up because the coach actually said – he said, for all you people out there, we're not the, this is it. This is a new East Carolina football team. And he said, uh, you better bet on us. We're going to cover point spreads. He actually said this. No, he said, I you like better it. take us. We're going to cover this year. <laughs> and this, this guy is a good football coach. He won a national title at James Madison. Been one of the better programs at the FCS level for a yeah. while. He's a North Carolina guy. They had a problem last year at that football team with culture. They look lazy. They look lethargic. They just didn't look into it. They actually have a pretty good quarterback in Holton Aylers. Defense is improving. You're getting an NC State team here that they're going to be up to play for. It's an in-state rival. NC State lost a lot last year. No more Ryan Finley. They, they lost some receivers as well. This is a good spot getting 17 and a half points. I think they're up for this game. They beat North Carolina last year. That's a, a power five team they beat last year. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover here. You mentioned the UCLA game, Cam. And there's hype on UCLA. Their win total five and a half as well. I think it's doable. I get the hype. Uh, you know, you get Chip Kelly in his second year. He's got some of his kids in here right now. He's done a nice job recruiting. They ended the season strongly with some positivity. They've got themselves a quarterback that knows the system, et cetera. You know, there's a lot to like, but I think people might be underestimating Cincinnati a little bit. I think oh, yeah. people think it was like a fluke last year, but we know, man, this guy can freaking coach in Cincinnati. They've, you know, they've got a nasty defense. That's going to be a tough place to play. That West Coast, West Coast going into the Midwest, man, in Cincinnati with those psycho kids. You know, that's um, that's a tough spot. And it's funny. I'm not saying this this when I saw this game. I was like, oh, that's the lock that I'm going to jump all over. But, I mean, you're, you're going to trust the Pac-12 team to go on the road into the Midwest and win an opener like this? Kind of tough territory, guys. And I've talked about it. Cam knows. You know this. I think they're a team that can win this conference. They're a hard-nosed football team. With a, a great defense, their coach is mean. They have a really good quarterback, and I'm not—I I don't trust UCLA to go on the road to the East Coast and win a game. 
And they have a quarterback that was a little all over the place this year. Defensively, they were a mess. I'm going to expect them to have trouble stopping the run here. I think they have major issues in this game. I think it's a lot like last year, 28-17, 26-17, something like that. They'll be better offensively, but this Cincinnati defense is for real. They're a top 15 defense. Yeah, they're a nasty team. And, you know, Cam, Cincinnati Bearcat win total, seven and a half. What did they win last year, 10 games? 11. Um, 11. 11. So, yeah, double-digit win team wins a 10 LA, 11 football games. The ball, uh, when it's said and done. I got to tell you, I, I think seven and a half is a little low. I think the, the Bearcats are being a little undervalued. You talked about it, too. You look at this conference, guys. Central Florida are good. You know, they're not just going to own teams in the same way every year like this. You know, so you, you look at the rest of the conference. There's some vulnerable teams. SMU could be a fun team this year, cover some point spreads, actually, too. But I agree. I think Cincinnati are right in the mix, and there's good value. Unfortunately, I'm in the parking lot right now, and I don't see the futures in front of me. But I think, what are they? Aren't they, like, plus 750 or something stupid like that? Yeah, Six they to are. one to win the conference. Yeah, Pretty good, see, big man. Yeah, seven. I, I think it's really sevens. good. I, I will, again, say this. I think they beat Ohio State in the second game of the season. We've talked about, wow. I think, I think Memphis is a solid team, but I, I don't trust their defense. You talked at UCF. Mackenzie Milton's gone. I don't know if anyone knows that. He's not coming back anytime soon. I think Temple will be solid. I, obviously, I think yeah, their team, Houston, will be interesting, but they, they could be one of the worst defenses in the country. They might get 70 hanged on them in the first game. I, I think Cincinnati on both sides of the football is the best team in this conference. And I, I will say this as well. I think Luke Fickle, after this year, He's got a yeah. good program. I mean, he's as good as it gets at that level. Yep. And I'll, you know, and I'll a team this. in your backyard, too, Temple. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of tough for the Temple Owls. They lose their damn coach every year, Cam. Right? You look at Temple. But I really think they got a perfect guy coming in here and Coach Carey coming over from Northern Illinois. Two programs that are just so similar. Blue-collar, lunch-pail-style programs. I think uh, Carey's a perfect fit for Philadelphia and this program. And, you know, Temple's got some nasty players as well. You know, I think their win total is a little low. I don't think Temple's going to win the conference, but I think they're going to be a tough team to play against. They're going to be in a mix on a weekly basis. Every Saturday, they're going to be a tough team to play against. I'll tell you, you guys, too. You know what they're going to do, You remember that They're going to run the football. Got a great offensive line. That's what Rod Carey does. He does it with bowl games, but he's going to put them in a good position. He's going to stay there for a little bit of time. They have a quarterback that showed last year he can throw the football if they need to. They have actually, I think, they could be one of the better offenses. They have a really good offensive line. They have some nice playmakers on the outside. And they always just seem to, I mean, guys, we have to remember, they put Bernard Pierce into the NFL. They put Raquel Armstead into the NFL. They, they put a lot of packs in the NFL. That's a good running back group. Since he played UCF tough, they had bad luck that game. Thanks, big man. All the best, buddy. Thanks, guys. Now, Dave Thanks, Gabe, we'll go through the rest of the baseball court here and hopefully give you some winners tonight before the show. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, along with Gabe Morenzi, live from the Meadowlands, in-game live tonight at 8 o'clock. We will be back, hopefully, giving you some in-game winners. Before we get to that, Gabe, let's get to the baseball board tonight. We talked about some of the games that uh, we're liking and see if any of these lines have changed. Nope, you said it, man. We talked about the weirdest one, that that Washington line has put the brakes on. Strasburg, still minus 165. Archer, plus 145 for Pittsburgh, eight and a half. The line didn't move at all. I am shocked. I thought by the time we'd click back, we'd see at least a buck 80 for Washington. We're seeing 165, Marenzi. Very strange indeed. Yeah, it's a fair number. I mean, if, if it's a trap, we're going to walk right into this uh, trap here tonight. Well, we got Greg Sussman here. Um, he's got an opportunity to get some action in here at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, tonight. He's looking at the over in the Detroit-Houston uh, game. And I had to come inside to get a sheet, man. I'm doing this thing old school uh, right Who's now. Like so Detroit? I'll step back outside with my sheet and Detroit then run back in to get my plays in. But, yeah, I'm, g- I'm going to be all over uh, Strasburg. So, you know, and we'll see if you can talk me into something else. Uh, but the plays I'm going to be looking at here, we talked about it with the Washington Nationals. And listen, I've told you, know, I've been riding the Mets. They were off for the day. They took two or three against Kansas City. You notice everything, it doesn't take much for people to abandon the Mets. They lose one game and people sort of jump ship all the time. I'm surprised we were getting this number here. I know Bieber's been pitching well, but um, I have confidence in Mats. Mats was looking good in his last start. Freaking Callaway took him out, and that was the game that Lugo uh, got lit up. And uh, and cost them, but I think this is some value with the Mets uh, tonight. Um, what are we getting right now? It was in a plus, yeah, plus one thirty-two here at FanDuel right now. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, my book. I see uh, plus one thirty-five. Bieber and the Indians. They were sixty cents earlier, so down five cents to one fifty-five here. Uh, eight flat is the total run line. Indians minus one and a half, plus one hundred, and the Mets on the run line plus one and a half, only twenty cents. So. If you like them to lose by one, you only got to lay 20 cents there. Next game on the board, it's a game that me, you, and the big man talked about. It gave 7-10 action, 9-75-76 in your rotation. We got the Phillies and NOLA up against Johnson and the Red Sox. And I'll tell you, the Johnson and the Red Sox have gone up 5 cents. This line was a straight pick Now the Red Sox laying 15 cents over under 11 uh, run line, plus 1.5, minus 185 for the Phils, and minus 1.5, plus 165 for Boston. Gabe? Uh, I'm not going to be betting a lot of stuff. I'm going to uh, basically wait till the end game show. But one bet I think I'm going to put in before. I think Philadelphia and Nola uh, at even money looks pretty good. I know Johnson looked good in his last uh, start, but if you're patient with him, you will be able to get hits. I also think 11 would be a number that we could get to. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking Nola sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this uh, this baseball game. Philadelphia have been swinging a better bat uh, since Charlie Manuel uh, was hired as the hitting coach. I think it's just coincidental or psychological or whatever. And I said that could potentially happen last week. But with that being stated, I know the Red Sox are are done for the year now. Sale is done for the year, et cetera. But that being stated, you know, I only have $194 on me, Cam. So I don't know if I want to take some of that and put it on the Phillies. Got to get spot. home too. I'm down. Got to get home, and you got to go grab some dinner. So you got to think about like yeah. seventeen to twenty bucks. You got to stash away the emergency fund. Uh, you don't want to be sticking your thumb out 
Uh, especially after today, if anything else goes wrong, you'll be ready to smash it. Imagine it's raining. You're, hey, can I get back? Can I get back to Weehawken? No, no, no. You got you to find a way to make it happen, buddy. So I'm with you. You can't be betting on every single game tonight. Um, I lean Phillies, but it's a game that I think could go either way. But I like Philadelphia's spot. Next game, 7-10 uh, action. A team that did as well last night was the Seattle Mariners. Uh, at the, almost the same line tonight. Castillo going for the race at minus 210. Uh, plus 175 for Seattle game. I'm going to use one of your lines. Uh, I robbed the bank last night, but I'm not confident in robbing the same bank twice. I think I'm going to pass on the game. And Tampa Bay's struggling too much for me to be laying 210 on this game. Total eight and a half. I want no part of uh, the Whizzler, the Whizinator versus Castillo. I think we're going to let this one, uh, uh, we're going to leave it alone. Like an angry dog that's kind of sleeping. I don't want to get bit. So I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this game as well. I got burnt last night. You warned me about Tampa Bay and their struggles uh, as of late. You know, Seattle, another team that's playing loose. Uh, Seattle have actually been okay on the road uh, for one reason or another, and they're worse at home. But, you know, they've got it. Seattle's a team with some power, man. And, you know, I think that's something to be they stated too here in this year in baseball. It's just so different now. You know, basically, you get a guy on, and boom, there's a home run. Last night, I saw, I was watching the games early. I've been watching the first couple of innings in the restaurant. And every first inning, man, it's home run, home run, home run, two-run shot, solo home run, home run, home run. You know, the home run has just changed the, the, the way the game is played and the way the game is bet on right now. These bad teams really have a chance. I'm going to pass on that game. You mentioned San Diego and, and Cincinnati. You've got Gray on the hill here tonight. And, listen, we got burnt last night with Bauer against Lauer. Um, I actually think Cincinnati probably win here tonight. Do you have so the heart to pull it and uh, and go for 160 here? <laughs> we don't really yeah. have a choice. <laughs> I was going to tell you, Gabe, if I lose with Cincinnati tonight, I'll, like, kind of let you, like, you know, come come to my place with, like, a bow and arrow and almost, like, you know, a pe- keep a piece of fruit on my head and you can shoot at me for being a moron. But I really like Sonny Gray in the spot. Uh, it's 55 cents on my book. Quantrill, the son of uh, Paul Quantrill of the Blue Jays, he's still a prospect. He's okay. Cincinnati also killed themselves last night. They, they should have won that game at the end. They really screwed up. Sonny Gray can limit the damage. I have a lean to the Reds. I'm not going to say... It's great because we thought the Rays were uh, the Reds were going to be in a good situation yesterday, but small, small. I'm gonna, a small play on the Reds. I'm not going bananas. Next game on the board, 7:45. An interesting one here. Uh, straight pick 'em. Milwaukee at the Cardinals. Gio Gonzalez gets the call for the Brew Crew versus Waka Waka. Michael Waka. We know how bad he could be. Totals 10 flat. Milwaukee minus one and a half, plus 140 run line. Uh, cards plus one and a half, minus 160. I kind of lean Gio Gonzalez and the Brewers. Waka's been very inconsistent, but it's tough. Every time these teams get together, great performance by the Cards last night at Hudson, Gabe. Very, very solid 3 to nothing win. He pitched his ass off, but I'm not sure if Waka could do the same. No, you're exactly right. Listen, we cashed the under in that baseball game uh, last night. That was one of our wins. Um, I don't trust Waka. I've been burnt with him on too many occasions uh, this year. It's your, your guy, uh, Gio Gonzalez on the hill. I lean Brewers tonight, not going to play it. We talk about these uh, these NL Central games and just how volatile uh, they can be. You got the Marlins, uh, Marlins Braves, Keiko, minus 260. Yeah. I guess, you know, is he, is he a parlay? Is that a parlay play? Listen, man, I've had bad luck with the Atlanta Braves. And I do think the Atlanta Braves win this game here tonight, but 
I've been staying away from these these parlays. Like, you know what? Atlanta and the LA Dodgers. The Dodgers should beat uh, Reed Foley here tonight. I guess you could go down this road. I do think Atlanta win this baseball game tonight. I do too, Morency. But the problem is, it's just one of those lines like Dallas Keuchel's being priced like he's an ace. He's an okay pitcher. I'm not going to say, you know, he's he's bad. He's good. He's Dallas Keuchel. He'll probably give up four runs in the game. The question is, is Atlanta going to get to Hernandez? They might. And I don't know, man. I'm just looking at it. I don't feel that confident with that game. And you said it too. The Braves are another one of the teams that when I've needed them, they've wrecked big parlays for me. And, uh, you know, I'm not really down with that team too much. I, 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 lo- I love Kyle Hamburg. He's a good friend of the program and a great guy. But I really don't want to be laying two, uh, sorry, 260 with Dallas Keuchel. No thanks. I think I'm going to pass on that game. I'm not even going to parlay. We have a, a change, too, in a time rain problem, so they've changed the Baltimore-Kansas City game. 8.05 start now. Keller and Bundy, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to Kansas City tonight. Screw it. I'm getting a game, get betting against Baltimore. I'll take the Royals plus 110. I was going to say, instead of postponing it, they should just cancel it. Just can't cancel, uh, cancel a damn game. Um, like in-game live uh, tonight, but that game will be going on and sold in-game live tonight. So <laughs> the show, the show, uh, the show must uh, go on. So yeah, you're, you're gonna put, you're gonna take uh, Keller here tonight, huh? Yeah, I think Keller's pitched pretty well. I don't trust Baltimore. Dylan Bundy minus 125. No thanks. Actually, minus 132. I think people are people gonna come back to Baltimore. Not this guy. I'm going to take a shot with the Royals. I initially liked them yesterday, and I talked myself out of it, which was really, really stupid. So, you know what? Small play on the Royals tonight. I'm not going to go bananas. Next game, game two of the doubleheader, Gabe. Angels in Texas. Uh, I also read a report. A lot of kids are coming out here. Mike Trout hit his 42nd home run. Uh, I'm not sure. He might even sit game two. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Berea, change of pitcher for the Angels going and Burke. Uh, B. B. Burke, is it Brian Burke? Gabe, loosen the tie. Brian for the Rangers, I don't know, but uh, the Angels are laying 135 versus Texas. 12 total. I have no opinion in this game. This is a definite pass. I don't trust the Angels, and I don't want to take the Rangers here. If I had to take it, I'd hope for the best uh, with the the home dog and, and the Texas Rangers. Uh, there's a game I'm curious your take, but we got the White Sox and the Twins. Pineda's minus 230 or so. This is one of Bob's uh, picks of the day here today. Like some Minnesota tonight against Lopez and the White Sox. Um, you know, any any interest in the underdog here tonight? I got to tell you, Gabe. Um, I it's kind of like your bank analogy. It was a very good, very good. Uh, we we robbed the bank. We got out of there. We had a nice little uh, fine. We celebrated last night. I can't go back to the same. Uh, you know, Wells Fargo. I, I got to find another bank. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I think Pineda actually beats Lopez and the White Sox. Uh, I'm not that confident. It's minus 240. That would have to be parlayed. It's kind of like the Keuchel game, but I like the Twins a little bit more uh, to bet to, to bounce back. But hey, you got to give the White Sox credit. They were pretty gritty last night. But I'm gonna pass on that game. Next game in the rotation. Uh, you talked to Sussman about it. I, I can kind of agree with Sussman in this one. Nine is a low total. Uh, Sanchez got hit his last start and. Turnbull is kind of like a hard luck pitcher, and the Astros are laying 300 right now. Like, no thanks. They should win with Sanchez. They're a better team, better pitcher. Turnbull gets strikeouts. He's one of those guys, Gabe, looking for props for him. His team doesn't win for him. 
but he's got good numbers, strikeout numbers. He gives up a couple runs, but he has nice stuff. Uh, I, I Astros 300. I don't know what to say. What do you think? Yeah, I don't trust Sanchez here either. I like the acquisition. You know, I don't obviously don't like him as this big of a favorite. And we can't just sort of say, well, it's not just Sanchez, it's Houston. Houston have been burning money, man, for the last two weeks. And, sure. you know, what's their interest level? It wouldn't surprise me if Sanchez did get lit up, uh, lit up here tonight. He could have been pitching on a little bit of an adrenaline when he first got to Houston. And now reality uh, starts to kick in a bit. I just don't trust them enough. Um, if I, if the two favorites I trust the most, and trust is a very, you know, I'm using the word loosely here, the Atlanta Braves tonight, I do think the Braves get it done, and I think the Dodgers will beat uh, the Blue Jays here tonight. I wouldn't surprise me if there were some runs in this game, but Kershaw's just pitching so well. But the interesting one here, and I'm going to assume, are you going uh, with the Simpsons here and Homer, don't, uh, Homer, <laughs> don't Bailey, against, uh, you know, uh, Domingo Herman here for the Yankees uh, tonight, who Herman's not the same pitcher on the road as he is uh, at home either. I would look at the over in that game. The Yankees will hit Bailey. Germain's going to be hit too. And just an update, Gabe, if we change a pitcher, the Dodgers game off the board. Boschers is going now for the Blue Jays. Boschers, not Reed Foley. Reed Foley has been scratched. Boschers is now the new pitcher. It's off the board. So I would expect the Dodgers they, probably... Would it really change the number, though, when they repost this yeah, thing? Yeah, I, I think it'll be probably closer to 400 now. So my pick, Gabe, I'll get the ears real quick. I'm going with Kansas City, plus 110. We like it. Uh, Cincinnati, it's going to make the card as well. And the Philadelphia Phillies at minus 160. What do you got? I'm going to take the New York Mets, plus 132 to Washington Nationals. Uh, 165 and give me a Braves Dodgers parlay. Good luck, everybody. Gabe and I back at 8 o'clock for In Game Live. Have a good one. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. what you missed on Game Time Decisions. So, as I was saying, as the, um, the Cleveland Browns already have a target on their back. Baker Mayfield already runs his mouth too much, and he keeps talking about, like, winning and how he's a winner and no one else is a winner. He's saying Sam Ellinger's not a winner because Baker Mayfield beat him in high school. And, you know, he's arguing with a college quarterback right now. You're in your second year in the NFL. You're arguing with a college quarterback. You're taking some hot shots at, um, at, at, at a fellow quarterback who, when you know, when Baker Mayfield got drafted as high as he did, there was a lot of criticism. There was a lot of skeptics. You figure that Baker Mayfield would sympathize, but, you know, Excellent he's point. just a jerk. Yeah. He's Excellent a jerk. Point. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember when we were doing those uh, shows from the Morency Studios and the line for Baker Mayfield? It was the plus when, oh no, you can't take this guy. There's so many flaws, and then all of a sudden it went to like minus 300. Oh, he's a lock. Yeah, you're right. 
This was not, that was something that wasn't guaranteed from the get-go. There was many, many, many people in the football world who were like, stay a, the hell away from this guy. He's too small. He's got an attitude problem. And then Cleveland, yeah, th th then they go and take him. But I'm telling you, Marenzi, like, for a guy that, uh, you, yeah, so you went 7-8-1, big, big deal. What have you done? You haven't played one damn game this year. I don't wish ill will upon people, but the guys that they have on their team and just the way they're taking shots at the New York Giants, I'm not even a Giants fan. I almost like I want the Giants to do well now. It's just like it's just I don't understand. Well, Daniel Jones is becoming a he's becoming a guy you want to pull for. Yes. And the yes. thing is, though, let me ask you, and I brought this up earlier, who had a better year last year, essentially as a rookie, Patrick Mahomes or Baker Mayfield? Oh, Patrick Mahomes in a landslide. Like, yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes was the MVP of the league. I don't hear him running his mouth criticizing other teams' draft picks. I don't hear him, hear him arguing Patrick Mahomes played at Texas Tech. I don't hear him arguing with Baylor players right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's put yeah. this in context. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, oh, I apologize to Ohio State. Now he says, oh, I didn't mean it at all. So now basically we know every time you apologize for being a jackass, after we know you didn't mean it just like you walk back this daniel jones stuff oh it's the media's fault you know they're twisting my words no your words are your words and it's one thing if you said you know what i was surprised that he got drafted that high but i wish him the best of luck or i've been down that road instead he's like oh they overthink things winning matters you know i.e he's not a winner be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.